0: Hey everyone, this episode has kind of a rough start, especially with all the extra shit I add to it. But this episode was really cool to make because it didn't really feel formal. I felt like I was really trying to share parts of my life with Key and tell her a little bit about myself. So it was cool being able to open up to her she's a really great person to talk to, she really listens, and I know, like, it didn't really start right away, um, with me interviewing her, because I was genuinely trying to give her a feel for who I was as a person, and some of, like, my key formative stories growing up, (laughs) like, I was telling her about my high school experiences, and talking to her about my mom and stuff, so... Yeah, I feel like this conversation definitely brought me closer to her. And I'm really grateful to know Rakeisha Burt. She's a very special person. She's very intelligent. She's got a very good heart, too. And she has her own podcast called With Love Tea. So go ahead. Oh, wait, no. No, no, no. Her podcast is called With Love, The Podcast. So go check that out. Oh man, that was my shit. Alright you guys, so this episode's gonna start off with me at Brute Bar. I'm just chilling in there. Um that's where Kia and I decided to meet. And while I waited for her, I just started recording. So Lego. All things be listeners. I am at Brew Tea Bar across from the UNLV campus waiting for Rikisha, also known as Key. I brought my uh, theory and criticism textbook that's like three inches thick, and I'm gonna see if she has any comments on it. <laughs> Like I wonder if she'll notice, <laughs> dude. I really did not take care of this book. Like I took off the cover, and so it's just like the like the hard back um, with the fabric on the outside, and it's like dirty. <laughs> so when I had gone over to my mom's house, I think this was sometime in 2020 or 2021 20, and i don't know i you know what i took this class once um and then i didn't pass it so i had to take it again so i had the book for at least at least since 2020. point is that i brought this book i had this book with me when i was at my mom's house because i would just like try to read it and i also like thought it was cool because it's so fucking thick and so um yeah my mom thought like my mom used that as evidence i think like it made her think i was doing witchcraft even more oh god it's so awkward to say okay this is actually true you guys my mom thinks that I am doing witchcraft on her and it's really upsetting because why would I do that, bro? Why would I do that? (laughs) Anyway. So after I sat there for a little bit, Key ended up coming into the tea shop and then we started chopping it up. I started telling her about my high school experiences at LVA. I had majored in theater (laughs) That wasn't the only major, it was like art majors, music majors, dance majors, art majors, language majors. Just all the majors you can ever imagine. Okay, then I started talking to Ki about Kiari and the interview I had done at the Afro Soul Music Fest. I was telling her about how I met Kiari. And how we went to this school where it was like a lot of creative people. I don't know why I sound like this, I really don't, but yeah, that's what I was telling Key about. I have always like really gravitated towards being creative in one way or another, you know, yeah. through performance, through art, through poetry, through music. music. Yeah. So. And these are
1: people you met in high school?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I met most of them, but never like. Closely, You mm-hmm. know, I just knew who they were because after that freshman year for me, I literally quit LVA. Oh, I didn't want to yeah. keep going there. I begged. I pleaded. Yeah. You had to have your parents' permission to get out of that school so okay. that you could go to your zone school.
1: Yeah. Why didn't you want to go there anymore?
0: I didn't want to go there because I was culturally shocked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Simply put, culturally shocked. <laughs>
0: <laughs>, laughs at me. <laughs> yeah, guys, so I was in fact culturally shocked at LVA because, you know, I was already acclimated to the East Side Las Vegas culture. So I'm at the school and there's like class differences. And I just didn't know how to handle it. I was unequipped with the language and knowledge necessary to understand the dynamics that were happening at the time. <laughs> so it was just like different. Yeah, it was too much. Like, the it was a small percentage of like Hispanics that mm-hmm. went there okay. and, the, and the majority of them were Mexican. I literally sound exasperated. Like something is about to get doomed. That's what that voice sounds like. <laughs> that voice, it's my voice. <laughs> and i mean that's me assuming right a lot of the majority of the mexicans there were mariachi majors specifically oh, okay. so to me at the time that wasn't cool like yeah. i'd be like what are you listening to on your ipod mm-hmm. back when people had ipods <laughs> yeah
1: i miss that time it was such a simple, such
0: a simple time <laughs> right iPods. what an era yeah, and they'd be listening to shit my mom would be putting on. So I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, I didn't think that was cool. I don't know why I did not I think because a part of me really wanted to fit in with yeah. everyone and I felt like that was like it made it made the impression like I don't know, I guess I was being judgmental. Like, yeah. I didn't like how it was just I don't I didn't want to be labeled that way basically. Yeah. And this other homie like from that from that school actually um yeah all right i won't name drop whatever but uh just because the they literally like they were like why don't you go hang out with your mexican friends and i didn't like that bro Wow. yeah because i was already feeling some type of way like Like, i don't want to be labeled like a mexican that's into mariachi like i didn't like that
1: so it's like that music that you were just like, that's not, like, I don't want to be labeled listening to that music, was it only because of you didn't want to be, like, put into a box of what you thought the majority of people were already thinking?
0: I think that is a part of it. Mm -hmm. Having my culture that close in a school setting felt uncomfortable for me because being near that, like, in a setting where I was able to be free of my mother's gaze okay like dude that sounds so fucked up and like i know a lot of the shit that i talk about revolves around my mom dude like my stand-up all no. that shit I mean, yeah not true. it is dude it's not really messed up because it's your experience
1: <sighs>
0: yeah it's And it's been like hitting more so lately for some reason. Like I had a good solid like six months of just chilling and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit. Like, but it is what it is. Um, Yeah, so I think like certain things about like seeing, Those parts of my culture that remind me of my childhood, you know, and specifically, like a lot of Mexican music reminds me of my mother, reminds me of my grandmother, reminds me of my aunt. listening to like hip hop music like i was expanding a lot and people kept trying to shut me down like yeah people, anything that i tried to do people tried to shut that shit down for some reason like i remember i was listening to i used to listen to Tupac. <gasps> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love t i yeah like obsessed Since I could even remember my brother. So my siblings are a lot older than me. They're the, I have three siblings. My brother is the closest to me in age and we're still 13 years apart. So probably from the womb, my brother and my mom listened to Tupac. Like that was like a household thing. Um, So yeah, since I was like a little girl, I've been exposed to like Tupac's music and more so like I wouldn't say his life, I didn't know that man, but I felt like I knew him. (laughs) Like, I feel like, yeah, I knew him. I was sad when he, you know, when he left this world, I was only a couple months old, (laughs) but yeah, no, he was kind of just like, you know, like there's certain music, certain songs that are a part of your household. Like when you hear that song, like you said, there are certain songs that remind you of your mom, your grandmother, Tupac is like a family thing for us. So yeah, I love Tupac. So he was a staple. Super like more than any any other artist, any other type of music, it was Tupac. Cause I was really close. I'm still very close with my brother, but I was really close and just like looked at my brother like this superhuman when I was little. So like anything he liked, I was like, I like it too. And Tupac he (laughs) really really liked Tupac's music. So So how
0: many siblings do you have? Um, so I have
1: I always say three. But I actually have five, so my mom and my dad were separated and so my mom, with my mom I have three siblings, I have an older brother and two older sisters that are much older than me, not, sorry y'all, they're not much older than me, we're just, you know, there's Years. <laughs> I don't want to call y'all out like that. <laughs> um, but there is like a 13 year plus difference in age. <laughs> and then my dad um, has two sons, and one of them just turned. My uh, younger brother turned 19 yesterday. Yesterday was the first. So yeah, he turned 19 yesterday. And I have an older brother who I don't know his age. Sorry about that as well. Um, I don't know Zay. She's older than me though. So, all together, I have five siblings, but three that I was raised with, raised in the same oh, house.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: Still clam yeah, mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mom right, yeah my mom raised me, so yeah, yeah so well my oldest sister um I don't remember her being in the household like she was moved out by the time I could probably think or blink for myself um but my middle sister and my brother I remember them being in the household when I was like four five six years old um then my brother branched off and my sister was... We were all in the same household for a while. So, yeah. So, yeah, Tupac was was a hot commodity in our household. Still is a hot commodity. Like, when we... If a Tupac song comes on, there's like, oh, no, we can't change the song. I don't care what mood you're in. It's disrespectful to change that, skip that song. You have to listen to it.
0: So, what do you guys do when a Tupac song comes on? You guys just listen to it? Yeah, we listen to is it, it and we dance? get hyped
1: to it. We start rapping to it. Like, I love the songs that I know like from beginning to end like word for word because I feel like it's a an alter ego of mine um (laughs) California love and um I get around that is so bad but yeah I've been rapping I get around since I can remember since like four (laughs) I knew all of the words before I knew what the words meant um yeah (laughs) before I knew what he was talking about I'm like just I get around like and I don't I don't get around but (laughs) at all But, yeah, (laughs) Tupac for sure. I have his, like, um, his, uh, The Rose That Grew From Concrete Poetry book, which is really cool, and yeah, we love Tupac, so definitely resonate with what you said as far as, like, listening to Tupac. Wouldn't get you, you know, I want to know this, because I've been listening to Tupac since probably, like before I was born um in the womb um <laughs> when, can you remember the first time you heard a Tupac song or like what that was like
0: yep 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 so the first time uh, where I heard a Tupac song and it was salient and meaningful was um I was with Christiane, my best friend mm-hmm. and we were hanging out with her older cousins mm-hmm. And uh, she let us like smoke, and so we smoked. Mm-hmm. And um, they started playing "Hit 'Em Up" mm. because I like requested it. That's
1: a strong song right there, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I was listening to "Hit 'Em Up" and "Me Against the World" every morning yeah every morning like on my way to the bus and that's what I was telling you about like I was listening to that song and this like Mexican dude in the bus we weren't like in the same classes or anything we just rode the bus together he's like what are you listening to just like you know how I was judging like the mariachi people for listening to mariachi yeah. he was like oh really li- what I'm like oh I'm listening to this Tupac song he's like oh why are you why are you listening to that like First of all, he had no idea who Tupac was, clearly. Wow. Yeah, and he was one of those, like, okay, not to be fucked up, but like, he was giving snobby, artsy energy, bro. Like, you, you know, those, like, hipster dudes who think they're so above it? Yeah. yeah, we hate them. And you know what? I'm sure that's not even his intention, you know, but that's yeah, what
1: Right. He,
0: he was over there probably like, why isn't she into rock music like me, you know, or something, right. which I totally was. I was also listening to um, Crawling by Linkin-, Linkin Park at the time. Do you know that song? Um, it's this song that just talks about like having anxiety and this was the first time that I was able to like really start paying attention to my emotions and so like this is what I was telling you and it ties in with what I was saying about like me feeling some type of way about seeing the mariachi people and like with my mom it's like I was trying to make sense of things during this time of my life and like um yeah so I felt like after I, I left LVA and I went to um, my zoned high school, which was El Dorado, like, I didn't fit in there either, dude. Like, I was too fucking nerdy for the cool kids. I was too fucking edgy for the nerds. Like, what the... Well, not the nerds, but, like, the cool, you know, like, student council kids yeah. who were smart. I was just... So, so, I was just like, no, dude, this ain't it. So... And I learned more my freshman year at LVA than I did the three years at El Dorado. Like, oh, wow. I'm sorry, Eldo. It was a lot of crazy shit that I seen go down at that school, yeah. which was kind of cool. Like, that's probably, like, something that made it a cool experience. But um, anyway, yeah, so, like, I never really got to see Kiari and them <clears throat> really much after that while i was in high school but after high school when i started college this was in because um, i graduated spring of 2014 so i started college fall of 2014 i started at UNLV and then this is when they started like really taking off starting to perform at like at like lounges and like local bars and stuff like that yeah. and so i would try to like always attend these e- these events because i'm like yo like these are people that i knew and like yeah. They're uh, making an impact in the city. So I wanted to show you the music of these artists. Mm -hmm. So there's um, a rapper named Impact, who I didn't know from LVA, Mm -hmm. but I met at this interview. Uh, Mikey. Mm -hmm. um, We'll see if I can find something of his music. He didn't really like plug me. Um, Chiari. jay grinds or just jay i don't know if he goes by the full thing but jay Mm -hmm. um and this girl named megan williams okay um so yeah so i what i was planning on doing was like showing you some of their songs like clips because like it's like these are people that you don't know right and i want to see what you think like you grew up with tupac so it's like clearly you know like you know, you have a background of music in your family, you oh, know, yeah. so I, I would love to know what your opinion is on these artists, you know, because, like, I interview, I, oh, dude, I also have to say, I interview. I might cut this part out, okay, this is off the record. <laughs> Y'all can't know about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, um, yeah, like, I went to this, okay, so I hit up Kiari, right, and I'm like, yo, I got this podcast, like, do you want to, like, can I interview you for it? Because, Remember when I first started my podcast, I had one called, Who Was That Be Talking To? You mm-hmm. might not rem- Do you yeah, remember? No, yeah, I remember. Okay, that one was supposed to be, like, the community one where it's, like, I talk to, like, people in, in Vegas and, like, yeah. talk to, like, different people and, like, about what they do and stuff. Right. But then I realized, like, you know what? It's too much having these two separate, like, people aren't going to know which one to go to. Right. So I am just transferring everything to All Things be And so... Just making it just whatever comes out you know yeah, I like that that makes sense all things be it's all things
1: <laughs> that's a good all the categories
0: <laughs> oh my god I'm so hyped oh my god heart heart
1: <laughs> you are so adorable
0: <laughs> I'm
1: so glad to know you personally
0: you literally know me dude yeah in real life yeah (laughs) remember when i called you and i was hella crying
1: i know oh my gosh that made i was like oh my gosh she feels comfortable enough to call me like little old me (laughs) like that was the time that was the time for everybody oh my gosh what a time
0: Was everyone Whew. oh my
1: gosh but we are gotten past it <laughs> it's all turned out pretty good pretty good um,
0: it got so like busy like real fast everywhere. Leaf sirens <laughs> <laughs> like whoa
1: promise we're in a safe place <laughs> we're in a safe spot i will say ambulance
0: you know this area is kind of wild. Oh yeah. right there. Oh yeah. Not like they're gonna fucking... I
1: think about that, I tell my friend that all the time, like, we never really put too much thought into, like, the area we were walking around, because now as I, like, drive through it, I'm just like, it's a safe, it's a safe area for the most part, but just there's so much going on around here, and I'm like, we never really paid attention to that when we're, like, walking across the street, or... When Roberto's was on the other side, like walking to Roberto's or walking to Del Taco or Popeyes, like that, there was so much going on around us. It was just our, our environment, our space.
0: I think it also depends
1: on the hours. Like That's true too. Like in the area, we'd be in very late walking. Like it would be a lot of us though. It was always a big group of us when I first started uh, college. Um, so we would be like. Numbers packed, walking together, all around, um, just to go get food or go to the gas station, get snacks and stuff like that. Just get off campus, and none of us had cars at the time. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we never had any like issues or like no one ever bothered us. Yeah, for the first year. Oh, your freshman year. What year was that? 2015. I started cuz I took a uh, what is that called a gap year after high school so I graduated 2014 yeah 2015 oh, you the same
0: year? yeah oh, yeah 2014. <laughs> oh, 2014
1: yeah but I took a whole year off <clears throat> from school because I was trying to figure out school period like where I was gonna go and um, yeah so I started in 2015 2015 2016 we were all on the dorms uh, a friend of Mine and myself moved into an apartment that second, like our sophomore year of college. You, you
0: and your friends moved into an apartment?
1: Yeah, well, we moved into student apartments. Oh, which ones? Rebel Place. Rebel
0: Place, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's near Swenson.
1: Yep, right right across from Jack in the Box, that Jack in the Box Yeah. From Flamingo. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I have a couple of friends who stayed there. Mm-hmm. One of them, Zuri Jackson. Mm-hmm. She just had two babies. Oh, hey, Zuri.
1: Congratulations. I love
0: babies. (laughs) (laughs) Love them. Um, And then uh, my friend Veronica, they're um, in school for screenwriting right now. Oh. That is so cool. Yeah,
1: they're really
0: intelligent. I think also with this area, it's like, you need to make sure that you have... Yeah. When I lived in this area, I didn't i
1: lived in like the apartments across the street from the Boulevard Mall and they were been- mm. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a, Vegas is just like that. Like you can be on one street and be fine and then you turn on like the very next street and it's a whole different like environment. Or at least I'm not from here, so that's at least how it feels for me. Like this right here to me is like okay, like Maryland, Okay, If I had to walk up Maryland and I'm with somebody, I wouldn't feel like I'm in danger or anything just because it's so busy. There's always, like, cars and stuff and police around. But when you, like, getting closer to the Boulevard Mall and right in there, I've, like, been down that way um, by myself. Like, even driving and one time had to get out of my car for something and was like, oh, I need to get back in my car. (laughs) It was kind of not the safest. It didn't feel as safe. Um, So I can understand that. Have to have your people, have to have your group and know your surroundings as well. Yeah. For sure.
0: Okay, so this day on June eleventh, I was at this place called the usual place, right? I mm-hmm. ran into, oh, I went to El Dorado with them with oh, uh, okay. Denishion. Anyway, so I ran into them. I think maybe we had this conversation on my next page. Mhm.
1: <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> I'm always cracking up to that page. I'm like, Brenda is freaking funny, too funny. Oh.
0: Oh my God the stuff you find in post is <laughs>
1: it's fucking too much sometimes I mean
0: see the thing about Kiarie is that he sometimes you are now listening to all things b I ride with my G my soldier my focus That's a nice
1: name, Kiari.
0: Kiari? Mhm. I think he he named his daughter Kiara. I believe. Isn't that cute? Yeah. yeah.
1: So cute. That's cool. So it's him and you. You mentioned there were other yeah. people. Yeah. Wait, I
0: we really like your arm tattoo.
1: <gasps> Thank you. I'm, I'm really wanting to get like stuff added around it. You are. But I don't because this isn't just such a big space. I don't know what to get like around it that makes it look seamless. I don't want to just like stamp it. Patchy oh, stuff. Yeah, because I want all of this covered. Gotcha. All of a setting. And I said I would never oh my
0: God, it's but now so I want half a sleep.
1: Thank you. Yours I love yours. I was looking at yours too and I was like, that's so cool, like that. You know i the actually, way the colors go.
0: Yeah. I'm actually thinking of um, doing the exact same thing you're talking about, mm-hmm. getting a half sleeve. Because yeah. this was initially supposed to be this like wonky, like this looks like a freaking colored pencil, like I scribbled on my arm. But I from... like it though. Oh, you like
1: yeah, it? Yeah, I feel like it's giving. Oh, I hate that I keep saying that. It's giving. Like, it's so. It's hard like, to hard hard stop. not to say yeah, that. Yeah, like. like ugh
0: a certain message. It does. It's like, (laughs) it's just not
1: giving or it's giving. It means it's really giving. (laughs) But no, it's like, it's, 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 I don't even know what to put in place of that. It's making me think. (laughs) It's making me think like abstract art. It's it's giving art. (laughs) It's giving abstract for sure. I love that. <laughs> I wish oh mine would have been more of like an abstract because I actually hate this tattoo so much. What? So much. Why? I thought about even getting it covered <gasps> up. What? Because it just looks like, it reminds me of candy canes, the way it's just <laughs> like red, red, White, red, white. I wanted it to be like more blended and realistic, Um, like this. This one is more like blended, realistic. These two, I don't know what. And then this, he just didn't even try to blend it. He just said, "We're gonna go all in with the red." And so, but but actually, I hated it at first. Now I love it because it's just like my, you know, my own, and it's important to me because it reminds me of a time of just. I decided to do everything with love. Oh
0: my god, I love that. So
1: I like this hair. This is totally off topic From. me. <laughs>